welcome to Gab and Grow. It's a podcast that we do here at Western Connecticut State University to try to help you be more successful in your student life here. And uh, my name is Mary Beth Griffin. I'm the host of the podcast. And today I'm very excited because we're talking with Kelly Visoke. Did I get that right? Visoke, yep. Yeah, Visoke. I got to make my accents better. Um, Kelly is the coordinator of Veterans Affairs here at Western, so welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to have you. Um, I have to admit that this is an area I know very little about, not being a veteran myself, and I don't think I even have any, well, none of my siblings are. Um, I have some extended family who are veterans and have served military, but um, it's not part of my daily life. So I'm, I'm guessing there are a lot of people like that, but... And we want to hit them with some information, but we also want to talk to our student veterans to make sure they know all about you and what you do and how they can be helped by your office. So sure. I'm going to start by just asking you to tell us about Veterans Affairs. Sure. Well, um, first, you know, I process benefits mainly for our veteran students, military service, spouse, dependents. Um, so that's my main focus, and that's really what most of our students are looking for mm -hmm. me to do. Um, the reason why is because, you know, the tuition and fees gets paid by the VA once I mm -hmm. certify their attendance with the VA, and they also will receive a housing stipend. Uh, monthly, mm -hmm. and that could be pretty substantial. And they also receive a book stipend. So it is pretty um, important that yeah. I process their benefits um, on time and that it's correct. <laughs> so um, that's my main job. I also, um, you know, work pretty closely with the cashier's office on campus to make sure that their, their bill is updated properly, um, that they have the right benefit on their account. Uh, you know, not every student qualifies for a uh, veteran's federal assistance um, through mm -hmm. the VA, in which case maybe their, their benefits have expired or uh, have been exhausted. So they do uh, or may qualify for either a National Guard tuition waiver or a uh, Connecticut Veteran State tuition waiver. And that will, both waivers will waive 100% tuition nice. from their bill, which is, mm -hmm. you know, as a full-time student, is over $2,900 yeah. per semester. So uh, yeah. that can be pretty um, substantial. Students can still apply for financial aid. It has... Uh, no bearing on federal uh, veteran uh, assistance, it may have an effect on their, uh, you know, the waivers. Okay. Um, but generally it does not. So, and that's something to be clear about because, you know, we hear a lot about the free tuition thing. Uh, I know like when New York State put in their free tuition for in-state students and, and things that everyone was like, oh, free college. It's not really free college yet because you no. still have your fees and correct, and yeah, and that's, things to pay. So. That is often a mistake that a lot of students yeah. 
uh, tend to have. They come to my office and say, well, I don't understand why. Why my, I still have several yeah, thousand dollars Exactly. To pay. <laughs> why I still owe money. And uh, my answer is often, well, it only waives the cost of tuition, not your whole bill. Right. Um, they think, you know, tuition as mm-hmm. a whole, that yeah. their, all of their tuition right. is going to be waived when, in fact, it's really about 50% right. gets, gets waived. Yeah. Yeah, I have um, I have that same kind of thing with my my daughter because I'm an employee here and she gets a tuition benefit from that. Right. But I'm still paying all those general fees and things that everyone mm-hmm. pays. So it's yeah, the free tuition is a great thing, you know. Yeah. But I think everyone needs to remember that that's not the entirety of your bill too. And right. so, you know, I know that regular students who aren't veterans get that sometimes if they've got some other kind of benefit that does that so we want to make sure that going into it they know that it's not it's not a full free ride yet which is why the financial aid then becomes important exactly right exactly so I was I was reading through the little brochure about you know all the things that are available for veterans and and things that they need to know about and you know, everyone, I think, has heard of the GI Bill, but there are so many other things as I was looking through. There are like 12 pages of information about different kinds of benefits and things you need to do. So I wondered if you could talk just a little bit about some of those. I think you mentioned a few just a minute ago, but if you could talk a little more about that. Sure. Well, it's hard to really, um, you know, give you a answer on what mm-hmm. type of benefit each student will qualify right. for. They should really come to my office mm-hmm. and um, sit with me and uh, we can go over that. Uh, they can also go on to the website uh, va.gov mm-hmm. and apply for the benefits. But um, mainly the benefits are uh, the Montgomery GI Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, being, you know, slowly sunsetting out. Um, so not many people, I think we have one student right now that's mm-hmm. using that benefit, but they don't qualify for anything else. Okay. Um, the main benefit that students are using and taking advantage of is post 9 11. And that benefit um, in general is mainly for students who have served. Um, active duty service, mm-hmm. depending on how many months of active duty service mm-hmm. will determine their eligibility. Okay. So, um, for example, if a student has served at least three years of active duty service, then they will qualify for 100% of tuition and fees at mm-hmm. the university paid um, in full by the VA. And if they're full time, they will receive a, a monthly housing stipend of roughly three thousand dollars a month um, during the course of the semester, mm-hmm. and they will also receive a book stipend of up to a thousand dollars per year. Um, we also have vocational rehabilitation; mm-hmm. those are going to be for students who are. Uh, disabled. Mm-hmm. The uh, vocational rehabilitation office in Newtown, Connecticut, will ultimately determine a uh, the, the student's eligibility, okay. and 
will ultimately decide if they qualify. If they do, then um, again, that benefit will also pay 100% of their tuition and fees at the university. Same thing, um, they receive a monthly housing stipend and a book stipend. Mm -hmm. They also will receive a supply stipend um, at the university bookstore, such as to get um, you know, a computer mm -hmm. or maybe printer ink or, okay. you know, books, pens, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, there is also a benefit for uh, reservists, mm -hmm. National Guard students called Chapter 1606. And that benefit, um, I certify a student's attendance. The student is fully responsible to pay their bill, though, okay. at the university. And the student will receive a monthly stipend from the VA directly. Oh, okay. It is based off of, you know, their uh, how many years of um, active duty training, mm -hmm. and it is also based off of, you know, what their status is as a student, either full time, part time, half time, um, or less than half time. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are the main benefits yeah. that people are using. Um, and then, like I said before, we also offer the tuition waivers. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot, though, that goes yeah. into it. Um, if you read that booklet, yeah. there is a lot of oh, information. Yeah. And so it generally takes the VA about 30 days to, you know, after a student applies for them to receive um, their eligibility and what type of benefit they qualify okay. for. Um, and then from there, they would provide that documentation to me. Mm -hmm. And um, I would, you know, do what I need to do to make sure that they receive their benefits. So, you know, we, we were goofing around a little earlier and talking about are there deadlines for this? And, and you said sometimes there are no deadlines, but... Um, one of the things that just came to mind as you were talking about that, is this something that a student has to do every semester? Do they do it once and then it's done? Do they? That's know? actually a really good question. So in the past, students would have to fill out a registration form mm -hmm. uh, with the uh, Western's Veteran Affairs Office, and um, that would ensure that their benefits would be processed. Um, each student that I have seen since my four months here, yeah. uh, um, each student that I've talked to, I've basically told them that moving forward, that form no longer needs to be completed. Yeah. Moving forward, I will automatically process their benefits um, because 99% of the time they want to use their benefits. Right. So why have them complete this form when we already know that that's mm -hmm. really what, you know, in most cases right. they want to, you know, do. So um, my only request to them is if you do not want to use your benefits, then to contact me so I can ensure that I don't process their benefits, right. you know. Yeah, because you don't. You don't want to process them if they're not going to be using them. Right. And, so. I mean, there's sometimes that a student will be – uh, covered under one benefit, mm -hmm. and then we'll switch to another benefit. Okay. And if I've processed that benefit, the mm -hmm. original benefit, then sometimes they don't qualify oh, okay. for that next benefit. Yeah. 
Um, so that would really be the only thing that they um, would would need to contact yeah. me and just let me know that they don't want to use that. Uh, normally, I'll, I'll contact them if, if they don't reach out to me, mm-hmm. uh, just to, you know, there, there are some students that I've become very familiar yeah. with. Yeah. And so, um, you know, those students, I, I tend to contact and, and ask them if they, you know, want to use their benefits, if they don't want to use them. Yeah. Um, let me see what else I have here. Um, uh, we talked a little bit, and I think you mentioned it, about dependent benefits and things. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because it's sometimes not just for the veteran or the military person. It's right. for their dependent. Right. Yeah, so um, the VA, um, again, a, a student would need to, actually the, the veteran would need to uh, complete an application with the VA. Uh, they would go to the same website, va.gov, mm-hmm. complete an application to transfer their benefits over to either their spouse or their dependent children. Mm-hmm. And they can transfer all of their benefits, maybe a month, two months of benefits. So it's really entirely up to them how many months of benefits they want to transfer over. Um, but yes, uh, it's it's really great that, that, you know, these other students that are not necessarily military um, are able to use these benefits, especially if their parents are not going to use mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah. So they transfer those benefits over. And um, ultimately, once they receive a, a certificate of eligibility mm-hmm. from the VA, they provide that to me, and I certify their attendance with the VA, and the VA pays them directly for tuition fees mm-hmm. and housing um, allowance each month. The student is responsible to pay their full tuition and fees. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes I will tell them, you know, it's, you know, probable that you'll want to complete a FAFSA. And by doing that, uh, your, you know, your bill could potentially be paid with either grant money or if they accept loan money. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they can receive their, you know, monthly stipend right. and either decide to use that for whatever, maybe mm-hmm. housing or books. Um, or they can pay back their student loans. Yeah. Uh, and that's oftentimes what yeah. I try to tell them yeah. to do because um, I, I know Much that when I graduated yeah. <laughs> school, I left with a you know twenty thousand dollar debt, right? You know, right? That I just finished paying back. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, because because I know some people, and that's not quite the case. You know, right. it, it it takes far longer to pay back those it loans than, than we all think it does. Absolutely. So I think my brother in law he's a he's a physics professor and and. So he's been out for a while, but he's still paying back loans, and mm-hmm. now he's got kids that have loans too. So it's, you know, it's a little crazy. It is, and, and I mean, it, it just keeps increasing. You know, yeah. I mean, I um, have seen accounts where students receive thousands of dollars back in mm-hmm. refund money, and not to mention that they've had their whole bill paid with yeah. loans during the semester. So that's just money that they have to pay back, and yeah. sometimes they don't really realize yeah. that. Yeah, so. we try to talk about that in some of these. I think we need to do a little more of it. But, yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we 
talk your office is called Veterans Affairs, but you also serve those who are in active military like if they're in National Guard or something too, is that correct or? Yes, yeah. um, those students really receive the the National Guard tuition waiver. Mm-hmm. We actually have a National Guard um, office on campus mm-hmm. um, where they can go and actually, you know, join the uh, National Guard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually don't work directly with okay. those students. Um, I really work on the end of it where uh-huh. I'm processing their education benefits. Uh-huh. Great. Um, one of the areas that's kind of overseen by your office, I think, is the Student Veterans Organization. Can you talk a little bit about that and sure. what they're about and what they do? And Sure. So um, we actually just... Um, started this club again. Mm -hmm. Um, It was on hiatus for Mm -hmm. a little while prior to my arrival, Um, but we do have a group together, so I'm really excited about that. Um, If students go outside right now, right outside of Mm -hmm. Old Main, they'll see flags um, for Mm -hmm. 9-11. But we will also plan events for Veterans Day, um, and, and that's actually one of the things that I'm actually working on mm-hmm. right now yep. is is planning an event. Um, we do want as many students. Um, they don't actually have to be veterans. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just want to help, um, mm-hmm. you know, or even learn more about it. Yeah. Um, I encourage anybody to, um, you know, talk to me about it, and I can give them more information mm-hmm. regarding the club. But, um, you know, they have really worked hard. They um, have created a student veteran lounge on campus that Mm -hmm. is in um, the student center, uh, room number 208. And so currently veterans, dependents, anybody that, um, you know, needs access Mm -hmm. can see me for sure. But um, right now those are the, the only students that are able to have access to that room, um, and it has, uh, you know, a TV. It has computers so they can complete homework, mm-hmm. um, you know, free ink if they need yeah. to print something out, paper. Um, you know, there's a coffee maker in mm-hmm. there. So they can just kind of relax and yeah. chill um, in between classes uh, and decompress if they need to. Um, but the uh, Student Veteran Organization um, and myself, we're all working together right now to uh, do something for Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. I'm open to all possibilities. Uh, there's nothing that is finalized right now, um, but it will be a, a week-long event. Yeah. So um, I believe the 11th, well, the 11th is Veterans right. Day, but um, I don't know what day that falls yeah, on. I believe sure. maybe a Wednesday. And so um, during that whole week, though, is when there will be an, at least one event every single day on oh, campus. Um, you know, during it, it's usually during the spring semester mm-hmm. we have Pet for Vets. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have um, veteran centers come out with their support animals. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they... They often attract attention, yes. <laughs> uh, just as any animal would. So, 
Um, it, it's kind of just a way to uh, bring awareness yeah. um, to, you know, to that. And uh, people can, you know, also, you know, get a support dog right. as well. Nice. Um, there are a couple yeah. students on campus mm-hmm. that have one. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh and like you said, anytime animals are involved, the oh yeah, the throngs come out. Um, and we talked about some of these things. I'm looking over my question list here. Um, <laughs> One thing uh, I can bring yeah. up is um, there is housing for veteran students. Mm-hmm. So um, right now it's completely full, but I do just want to take a minute to mention it because not many students know about mm-hmm. it, and it's not listed on our website. And the reason is because it is completely full. But um, the uh, city of Danbury's Housing Authority has mm-hmm. partnered up with Western oh, nice. um, for this program. They've basically purchased a house on 8th Avenue, mm-hmm. and that's right across the street from the parking garage. Right. And, um, you know, we have all veterans. Um, dependents can also live in there, but currently it is just veterans right now. There are three different units, and, um, you know, one unit is um, can hold up to four people, so a family. Yeah. And then um, there's another unit that can hold two uh, people, and then an- the last unit is an efficiency unit, is just for one mm-hmm. person. But um, once availability is open, it will be listed online, okay, and great. it does go pretty quickly um you know the housing authority uh will you know collect some information Mm -hmm. from the student to determine how much money they make and based off of that will determine how much they owe um, each month and so you know it could be as little as fifty dollars um you know each month for you know rent which i mean you can't beat that yeah so. <laughs> Not with the stick. So. No. <laughs> um, let me ask just some general questions. So if a student's trying to find your office, where is it located? My office is in Old Main on the first floor, room 101. It's in the same office as the graduate office, okay. graduate studies. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely space. I've been there. So. <laughs> and, and what hours are you open I am open from 8.30 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. All right. Um, your website is wcsu.edu backslash veterans. Correct. Which is pretty easy to figure out yeah. and remember. So, um, And we talked a little bit before. You don't right now. You're not on social media anywhere, but you're hoping that's going to change. Oh, soon, yeah. I no, that's so. definitely going yeah. to change. Yeah. We will be on social media very soon. That's great to hear. Um, and... What's what for you is the best way for students to get in touch if they have questions that they so they can either call me directly. Uh, my telephone number is 203-837-8840 um, or they can email my office. Um, I would say to email me directly. Mm-hmm. My email is my last name, this okay. Uh, that's V is in Victor, I S O K. A Y K at WCSU.edu. All right. And and I know that you're essentially a one person operation, but I'm guessing I'm guessing that that you would, 
you might have student employees and volunteers maybe. So if a student was interested in that same way to reach out to you? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We um, have work-study students, mm -hmm. um, although um, we generally have maybe one, two students per semester. Yeah. Um, right now we have one, so we are looking. <laughs> and uh, the VA pays them directly. Oh, wow. Um, all of the services that are involved are a VA-related mm -hmm. work, and it looks good on a resume, too. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask about that you want to make sure people know? I think you hit it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's astounding. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm really glad to hear that. And, and Kelly, I'm really thankful that you came over and talked to Absolutely. us because this is such an important area of, of the services we provide to students here you know, especially students who have provided so much to us. So, Absolutely. You yeah, know, I mean, it's, we have about 145 veterans on campus um, and um, over 100 service member National mm -hmm. Guard reservists, which yeah. is excellent. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot more people than I think we think are around. Absolutely. So it's great to know that we've got, you know, something here that they don't have to go looking too far for to, Absolutely. to help them through things. So um, we're grateful to them for their service, and we're certainly grateful to you for providing the services they need here on campus. Sure, thank so, you. Um, if you are listening in and there was a question that you had that we didn't cover um, or you have any other questions about a variety of topics, you can always feel free to reach out to me at griffinm at wcsu.edu. And uh, if it's related to Veterans Affairs, I'll work with Kelly to get you an answer. If it's something else, I'll try to figure it out on my own. Um, in the meantime, that's going to wrap things up for this Gab and Grow. Uh, I hope that you will tune in and listen again because we've got lots more coming. I'm Mary Beth Griffin, and I'm signing off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.